BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. Welcome back, everybody. It's really good to be back. And this week we have, well, first of all, I have on my very long-suffering assistant, Melissa, who is here and currently single. Forever single. (laughs) I love it's the currently. It makes me sound like I've actually dated anyone in the last 15 years. (laughs) I haven't even said what this is about yet. So it is why being single is a positive thing and the new age of dating. Obviously, having gotten divorced myself, and um, I have a single sister who's actually divorced. I have a brother that's divorced. I think my parents, I mean, I have one brother that's not divorced, actually. He's very happily married. My sister has been on these dating apps, and this is how it came up. And I actually had a lot of friends on these dating apps, famous friends too. There's one in particular, I'm not going to say the name, but it's like for high-profile people, and I think you get vetted before and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, when I was married, I used to go and sit around my girlfriend's house and I used to watch her go on it. I absolutely loved it because obviously I was so fascinated how they work. It's like playing a game of snap, really. Heads come up and then you sort of like just dot the ones, you know, tap the ones you fancy, which for me is just so weird too. It's like the people aren't people. They're just like, it's like walking into an agency, a modeling agency and picking one off the wall, isn't it? It's just so bizarre. There's no, there's no chat. There's no, I mean, there's no nothing. It's just only physical things. So then I got thinking about it. And obviously at this time, again, I wasn't even really thinking, I wasn't thinking of getting separated. I was just literally thinking about God. I'm actually, actually my initial thought was watching that. I was like, and she's famous and gorgeous. And she was on it. And I was thinking, God, it takes balls to put yourself on something like that. I just don't think I'd have the balls to do it. And then I was like, literally, I think I walked out of her apartment and kissed the ground and went, thank fuck I'm married. And I'm never going to have to do that. There you go. God has a stick and is listening. I'm now single. But I still don't think I would have ever done that. And for a multitude of reasons. And actually, my sister did sum it up because my sister was on quite a few of these apps. The things that she found were like either people thought with the last name they were going to meet me. And my sister and I are incredibly, I mean, not meet me as in like date me, someone like me, that they were going to get my my double, I think. My sister and I are completely different people completely different people so it drives her 
up the fucking wall since childhood. She's felt she's compared to me. I don't really see it, but whatever. I think that happens with all the sisters, really, whichever family you're in. You know, I set her up on a date once and the guy literally thought um, he was going to date me and she said she knew within about five minutes he, he was on the date with the wrong sister. She told me about those and then she told me about, you know, she's like, it's just the biggest waste of time that like apparently now on these on these sites they now go for two or three dates in a night so that you don't waste the money on the dinner, which I just think is hilarious. So because apparently, you know, like obviously, I guess chemistry, you know, straight away, right? And I think when you're going on these, you have so many dates lined up that you just literally walk in, say, buy a drink and then say goodbye. And so you could do three of these in a night. Again, cattle market. I just I don't understand. I I just much rather be introduced to someone. But I mean, these apps, I guess, are the best way. And also, by the oh yeah, this is the other thing. All my friends are telling me they, they kind of become about sex, not love. For me, all my friends that are on it are doing it to get leg over, not a relationship, from what I can understand. That people sort of see them as like, oh, you know, an easy way to have sex, come over and, you know, the, what's the one where that you Tinder. see who's in the five mile radius or something? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Or it's like, you know, a couple of feet away. There was one as well. I don't know if anyone uses it anymore called Happen, where if you pass them, you know, so if you pass someone quite often, you know, or if you were in a club and you fancied someone, you could look at Happen and you the guy would come up so it was quite a handy one but it's almost too easy but then why would you date anyone that's my point like it's just sex on tap I remember I was saying to a girlfriend of mine because I remember when I was younger we were meant to date you know like you're meant to wait till your fifth or sixth date before you even got begin to get have sex first base or whatever it was <laughs> now I always tell my girlfriends you better bloody do it straight away because if you're not finishing <laughs> off someone else is and it's true the guy will just leave he'll get all excited with you snog all night and then go and like have sex with the with the girl that comes over it's just so weird and it's by the way like if we behaved like that back in the day I would have been left on the shelf forever I mean there's just no way you're unmarriable but now no one cares how many people have you slept with it's all just if you're going on three dates a night I can't even imagine how many people have slept with at this point it's a game of numbers I think from I mean I really don't go on dating apps I really I recent my friend tried to get me on hinge recently and what? I did Hinge. join. Yeah, but it's really cheesy and you've got to put all these statements about yourself. Like, I have never done this or, you know, and try and sound funny. And I think I'm naturally quite witty, but I felt just like stupid. And I just kept, couldn't fancy anyone that made a profile on it. I just, I think that's my problem. I'm always like, well, you're a loser for having had to do that, which it's not true. But I can't help but feeling, you know, a bit cringe for someone when I see it. And my sister was saying the same, like also like no matter what, it's always the best picture of the person. It's their highlight. Yeah. So like, and I know doing mine, how much you can do to yourself these days. Actually, I've stopped doing that to myself. You don't want to be a catfish. No. That's what I would hate to be. I'd rather put up like kind of semi-ugly photos. Here I am at my worst. I know someone who edits their photos on nights out and I'm like, people saw you there. People saw that <laughs> you did not have an arm as skinny as that we all have girlfriends that do that I have a girlfriend that puts herself through four filters and you're like I'm like I'd be so I'm just always mortified because I have so many friends that go but she doesn't look like that she doesn't look like that in real life you're like well, I know well what you want someone to be like oh she's so much prettier in real life like I'd rather okay have well that's that. not gonna happen on Instagram I use that purple filter that gets rid of all my freckles I love it no but at least you look like you I just think dating apps are the worst things invented I just really interested 
to find out actually or hear from any of you who've actually got married off a dating app or if it does happen because I just I'm fascinated actually my old assistant intern actually who came to work for me she she married a guy that she met on sugardaddy.com <laughs> which really made me laugh I guess if you want to get married that's kind of the the place to go on sugardaddy.com I would have thought that was the worst place older man that wants yeah. to just pay for a younger woman exactly not so they marry probably her. want to get oh okay well, maybe not yeah just give her give her stuff I would have I would have thought that's what it, I mean there's actually I, a market for everyone isn't there in a dating app well I'm into toy boys so I can't imagine that I'm going to get much on mine I, I think it depends on the app they're on whether they end up quite serious because I don't really know anyone that's really worked out from tinder because tinder tinder's a sex app it really is and like you know Especially for the guys, because I have friends that still play Tinder. Play Tinder. So, you know, I mean, you're playing it, aren't you? It's a game. Swipe, 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 swipe. Yeah, but it's like Snap. That's what I'm saying. And then the other person has to swipe back. But you've also got to swipe. So I feel like I've got to swipe past 99 people to get to one that I find remotely attractive. And even then, then you've got to go into the chat. I just don't have time to do that with my life. Like, I don't know how people have the time. Dating apps have made people lose basic conversation skills, being polite, etiquette. Picking people up from the door, you know. Oh my God, I'm just looking at pictures she just pulled up. Not texting each other all the time. It's like conversations gives you the the ability to ghost someone to, you know, it's so based on looks that it can be really, really, really hard on on people and men and women. I think it's it's so, because you're not getting to know somebody, it really is based on your looks so that you know if you didn't get a date for the last week that you're not good looking or you know that you know women aren't interested in you I can't see how this is good for the psyche people's mentality my sister actually came off social media completely because she just said it it does nothing for her she's like I'm not selling anything I've got nothing I need back my friends were all telling me that all I do in dinner is post and she's like I'm not you you know this is my business she's like and I'm just doing it for my own gratification she's like I feel so much better since I came off it and I presume that dating apps are even as similar, if not worse, because, you know, you must always check your phone to see if anyone swiped past and liked you. And if you haven't had anyone, like, I would be wondering all the time, why not? Well, I heard as well that guys just swipe right to everyone. And then if they match with someone fit, like hot, they, they're like, oh, great. But I've, So I've heard, because I've, I've, I remember when I was on Tinder and you'd get excited about matching with, like, someone that you liked. And then you, they would never chat back or you would never hear from them. And I think it's because guys are just playing a game of numbers. See how many they match with and then see which ones are actually hot. Because it's you do swipe very quickly. And if you're swiping left so much, which is no, and then you go past someone that you think is hot, you've lost them forever. Or unless you pay like a premium amount for it, you can pay like Tinder premium and you can choose the location as well. So, you, you know, we could be based here, but choose to try and find someone in like New York. Which I think as well as... For sex, because if you're just visiting a place, I've got friends that look it up as well, and then watch them going, go on Tinder, then you know you're not staying there. So how can you potentially have a relationship? You're not, you're looking for a hookup. I just don't see that this, as as a divorcee, or my friends are the divorce, that this is ever going to help me in any way, shape, or form. It was just something that I just think is completely ruined ruin dating for everybody and that's not to say that I don't love you know I love some of the modern world and some of the technology and I really love that we're able to connect so easily but I I do feel like you know we've lost the ability to communicate and I love like FaceTime and talking to people and like 
I don't want to just text all day. And guys don't pick up the phone anymore. And guys don't bother, they, you know, coming to pick you up in the old chivalrous ways that we had. And then the other thing I think is that because you're doing these so much, you get chatting. You become a pro chatter, don't you? As in like, All you know, you've got the, you've, got the, the, well. you've got the chat, but then can you back it up in person? I think that's the thing. You're you're able to converse over text and it's easy to be funny. It's easy, easy to find someone funny. You've got time to reply. Also, you're, you're, you're replying so much and you haven't got the... You haven't got the chemistry yet. You haven't met. You haven't got the physical part, and which is so huge that you need to sort of have that connection and that look and that glance across a room. And then, like, if you're just blindly texting, it could really be anyone behind that computer screen, which is, you know, very often the truth. You get so connected because our lives are so busy and sometimes you don't meet up for weeks and then by then you think you're in love. And then it's really embarrassing when you get on the date and you think, I have absolutely nothing nothing in common with you. Or they person. don't like you and you've already... You invested know, so much time how many kids you're going to have and what your dog's going to be called and told all your friends that you've got a boyfriend yeah and you're like oh my god I'm texting this guy but the problem is as well is that everyone's dating everyone like all my people people here fall out um, or I guess everywhere because I guess it depends on the city you're in but I've dated him as well oh, yeah, I went on a date with him I chatted him on Tinder and then it becomes like they're out of bounds oh but she went on a date with him and I'm like well everyone's going on a date with him actually if you live in Dubai yeah, town like is like tiny pool of people and I think there's definitely girl code but I think dates are dates I, I, I what are you going to do you know when you're a certain age you're divorced or you're single there's a very small amount of pool left you're kind of if you're in a small town you're stuck you're going to end up dating each other's guy aren't you i don't know i mean i have there are always girl code rules like i mean you know obviously you wouldn't go obviously a boyfriend you don't but i think if they've been on a date someone's ex-husband you don't do you no 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 no. i just had to think about it for a second but um i mean that would never obviously no you just you just don't a bit weird if a friend of mine started dating gem but then if i liked her maybe i maybe maybe i'm being selfish Maybe it's not a bad thing if, you know, happy, happy for everyone. If everyone's happy, if you're happy. That is the problem with the apps. We'll end up being like, well, I dated him and I, I liked him and I'd chat with him. Like I've got friends that, like you say, literally fall in love with, with the chat. Also, I think we're just so prone to be scared of being single and what other people think of you because you're single. Poor her. She's not pretty enough to find anyone or she's too old or she's divorced and sad and lonely and there possibly couldn't have had it it couldn't possibly have been our choice it couldn't possibly have been like you know something you actively thought you know what I'm not going to settle it's always poor you and it's like you've got those smug couples that come sort of run snug in front of you all day she might probably be one of those um you're you're allowed (laughs) and I always just go (laughs) women have been so taught that you know if they're not married by a certain age they've been you know they're they're left behind it's never going to happen for them and one thing I've learned or I'm learning is that's total and utter bullshit and I definitely will not be telling my daughter to be married by the age of 25 and there is absolutely no reason unless of course she's head over heels in love and we all love the guy that's fine absolutely but there is no rush I was literally pushed down the aisle by my parents who were like you know you've got no time left. And that was just, that's how we were brought up. Or my, you know, people from where I was from, everybody got married in their 20s. And if you weren't, it was like there was something, you you know, you were diseased or something on your, you know, some something wrong with you. 
And it's just such the wrong way of thinking because, look, I was extremely lucky. I've had 18 years of an amazing marriage, three beautiful children. Life pretty much worked out. But, you know, and I do believe, as I've said, I think in my prior podcasts, that different men come into your life for different periods of your life. That, you know, it's important to understand that and maybe understand that relationships change. We grow, relationships change. It's important to understand that maybe, you know, Jem, who was the father of my children, an amazing husband from the age of 20, well, I met him at 25 or 26, until I am now 44, was a huge part of my life and exactly what I needed for that for that part. What I would look for and what I have right now is so different from what I would have looked for in my 20s, which is why I think, you know, humans are actually built, will probably have two or three amazing relationships in their life, minimum, right? Minimum. I've had others, you know, boyfriends and things like this that I, I had so much fun with growing up. Six months, three years, six years, you know, I mean, I've had an amazing run of different types of people who've shaped me into who I am today. And I love that. I look at all of them fondly and look back and laugh. And I think it's so important to feel or to be able to have these relationships and not to feel like, you know, not to feel like you're over the hill, a whore for dating, left on the shelf, ugly, because you don't have a boyfriend. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. You're not ugly because you've got not got a boyfriend. <laughs> no, I know. But that's what, you know, <laughs> people make you think. No. Yeah, but I think, single, yeah. oh, you can't get a boyfriend? Like Caroline was saying, I, I spent my whole 20s wanting everything to turn into a relationship and, and needing it to. Like, I didn't just enjoy the moment. Like my whole 20s, you know, I was dating this guy when I was like 24 and I was like, oh my God, we're going to get married because he was a bit older than me. And then that didn't work out. And I just spent the time thinking, I need to, I want to get married. Whereas I just wish I'd enjoyed the time, slowed down, enjoyed just having fun. Because I went, actually, being single was the best thing for me. I went and did an internship program in LA. I moved to Australia. I moved to London. I would never have done these things if I had a boyfriend. I would never have, I would never have moved to Dubai if I had a boy, if I had a boyfriend. I don't know the person I'd be, but I definitely wouldn't be, I wouldn't have achieved the things I've, I've done. And, you know, all of my siblings are all settled down and um Still in the same place. Yeah, in the same place, which is, you know, which is fine and amazing for them. for them. But it didn't happen for me, but I made sure that I changed it. I have people that say to me, like my friends, some friends that say, oh, you're so lucky you're there. And I'm like, well, I moved here. I'm, I just, I quit my job and decided I was moving to Dubai. I moved here without a job. But I was like, I just need to change something in my life because I was in my thirties. All my friends were settling down. And I was like, well, if it's not happening for you, you can't just let the world pass you by. And I think that's what Caroline's taught me a massive thing as well. Like I'm 35 and I kept, you know, I was always apologizing for my age being like, oh, I'm so old. And now I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, how is that old? We're just starting. We're actually just starting. I I moved to New York when I was in my 20s. I went for a weekend, met a guy and, and never came home. Um, literally. I mean, it really was that simple. And ended up in New York for however long. And then I ended up in LA, the same thing. So I've always lived differently. And all my friends that were at boarding school or that, you know, were the ones that we were all jealous of growing up, the girls at school that had the boyfriend since 17, they all married him straight away. And you thought, oh, I'm never going to meet anyone. And they've been in love forever. Well, I mean, where are they all now? Still exactly where I left them, wearing the same clothes. Yeah. I mean, it's just bizarre. It's like jigsaw 90s 
70s, 80s or whatever it was, everyone still looks the same. They live in the same village. And, but, you know, look, I don't know why I'm making fun. They actually love it. But that's <laughs> They fine. really love it. And when I, when I visit them, they look at me like I've lost the plot. Like I'm an alien that's landed from Mars. I've got younger with the way I dress. I, my, uh, you know, my life's bizarre. I've lived all over the world. I'm totally crazy. And even though, but you know, people say it's well, it's because I've got kids and I've got married and I've got responsibility. I've got kids. I've got married. I've still got responsibility, but I still, you know, I still want to live. But it shows that you can as well. Just because you've, you got, just because you've got kids, be married, everything doesn't make a difference. You should be able to still be Caroline Stanbury. No, everyone should, you know, able to Not do it. Not just mom. Absolutely, no. And I think it's so important. So I think being single, the thing about being single, and what I realized when I was getting divorced is like I made a very clear decision in my head when I was picturing it, because, you know, and thinking about it, how would I feel if I'm left on the shelf, right? And I and I don't meet anyone. What happens if I don't meet anyone? What happens if I don't meet I, Everyone's like, you've got three kids, you're going to be alone forever. I'm like, okay, let me just get through this part in my head. And then I was like, you know what? Alone forever, what's that? Don't really care. If I have a beautiful home, loads of good friends, okay? So I'll have, I'll meet, I'll meet guys. I mean, sex isn't that hard to have, you know, <laughs> if you want it. And I'll be fine. Alone forever doesn't sound so bad, okay? Don't have to... I know, you know, my, my anyone else. don't have to please anyone please else, yourself. do whatever I want. And my house, don't, I don't need man things in it. So perfect, didn't sound <laughs> so bad. Right, I'm still pushing on. And, and that's when I knew it was right, because I'm not scared of being alone. And then I thought to myself, as I said to, to you all before, alone is a bloody luxury. I've got three children and, a, you know, a housekeeper lived with me and Melissa's moved in. When am I going to be alone? You know, wishes. Yeah, I really do. Like sometimes, <laughs> like, and they all went out and Melissa's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I'd, if I'd, I'd have stayed if I'd known you were alone. I'm like, what do you mean? Been running up and downstairs all naked. <laughs> having the best time in my life. She does that anyway when we're here. It's, it's true. just that. True, 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 true. Extra. <laughs> extra naked. Extra naked. Don't even know what that is, but yes. <laughs> no, alone isn't going to be a problem. And if I'm alone when I'm 80... Well, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it, won't I? I'm sure I'll find in another alone 80-year-old that won't, might want a room with me. There are me. plenty of people that are alone that are 80. But I also think, is it not better to be alone and at least making decisions for yourself and happy decisions than being with someone who makes you miserable? Because I just think that's what pe a lot of people do stay on in relationships because lonely just sounds awful. Whereas I'm alone and I I don't care. I, I I love traveling on my own. I don't now. feel bad. I don't like Melissa. being with people. She's on a bloody boat every weekend with all her friends. Melissa's got it down. Listen, my Melissa is living. I'm definitely not worried about Melissa. I want to have fun. I've got friends that are younger here. Still want to do stuff, but I just think that I had to make it happen because I was so bored. I was in Edinburgh and I just every weekend I was you know I was working because I was a wedding planner, which is you know makes you realize Ironic. maybe marriage is not so important. That's what I realized as well. I don't need to get married to be happy, whereas I wanted to be married before. It's all I want. Marriage is just a piece of paper. It's the wedding people want. I really wanted it and I have done it and I've achieved it. And as I said, I, I have a very successful marriage under my belt. And funnily enough, since watching my husband, his ex-husband is obviously dating, and, you know, I'm obviously I'm not meant to know too much, but I can, I can see he's having a ball, an absolute fucking ball. From time to time, I see him posted on social media. That's the great thing about social media. You don't even need to like to stalk anyone. 
you just I sort of randomly flick and up he comes. All, all of you, all of my listeners, for whatever reason, so seem to send me if they ever see him, see him anywhere, send me pictures. I know. I mean, he said he went out once Got with paparazzi a, there with the wrong lens. <laughs> Not sent by me if Jem's listening. Um, I remember he he was at a bar and he was so pissed off because he'd gone out for a cigarette with a girlfriend, but she was just a girlfriend and some woman came up to him and goes, you're Caroline Stanbury's husband. You shouldn't be sitting out here. And I'm like, you know, I have so many male friends that like no one's ever done that to me. So thanks girls for sticking up for me. But he's actually, he's entitled to go out with whoever he likes. But the great thing is all seriousness. I got sent all these videos and I'm like, I, I was like, how cute. Thank you very much for like pointing it out. But it doesn't upset me. It actually makes me super happy because I want him to be happy. And I know, you know, when he's happy, we'll all be happy as a family again. As I said, when I went through all of this, I didn't want to lose my family. And if he's happy, I will gain his new family, keep my family and have a bigger family. And it'll be amazing. So, you know, I it makes me so happy, honestly. Being single for him will make him relaxed and happy and he can do whatever he wants. And I've got the kid, you know, the res responsibility here. So, you know, it means we both have freedom to be exactly who we are, which I think was, we had less of when we were all stuck in one house. And, you know, obviously it's 24 seven together and, you know, you have to travel to get your sort of fun. Whereas I think when he's living at home um, and I have my three days off, I lie in bed, watch whatever I want to watch, eat whatever I want to eat. It's it's so freeing. The house is quiet. I can stretch all over my bed. And, you know, I can go on a date if I want. I can do whatever I want. And the same for him. I can only assume he's having an absolute ball. And of course, you know, he's handsome. He's older. I mean, like, he, there must be, they must be queuing up for him right now. Absolutely queuing up for him. And I'm super happy for him. I think being single is so important after a long marriage too, because from that, whether he dates, you know, or I date, however many people we both date, we're going to learn exactly who we are without the other person because we've been sort of one person for so long. It's always Gem and Caroline, Gem and Caroline. Well, now it's just us, you know, it's just each of us and our friends can, we've never made, thank God, we never made any of our friends choose, which, because I just think that's just so futile and stupid. And I make conscious effort not to ask anyone if they've seen him or do anything because I don't want to put anyone in that position because I just... And I don't want to chat about it with everyone because I, I really don't care. And obviously they call me, I mean, I do care obviously about him, but like, I mean, I don't care. Like I don't need to know all the details. So I, you know, I'm trying my best to salvage the best relationship we can have at the end of this. Being single and dating will be the best thing for both of us because we'll actually understand who we are. How do you know who you are in your 20s, early 20s? You've no idea. You're 15 different people or I was, it depends which mood you woke up in, frankly. And your job shapes you, the house shapes you, your children shape you, all of that's been taken away from us. And now it's just about us now, which is amazing. So um, that's why we'll both be very, very different people to the ones we were together. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's quite an exciting, good thing, I think. You also mentioned the other day, when you're single, when you're a slightly older as well, when you're not in your 20s, that you end up sort of you, you tend to be better at making a decision, choosing the right person for your lifestyle too. Because I think we have been saying when you're in your 20s, you you know, you, you think you know what you need and you want. Like I remember one of my friends. You look for stability. You look for different things. You look for a, a, a Or husband. you're impressed by different stuff. Everyone in Edinburgh was obsessed with rugby players because that's where the Scotland team were. My friend was like, I want to marry a rugby player. I want to have a Range Rover. Oh, you all did that. I wanted a Range Rover and a 
nice car and I had all that. I had, you know. But just like, you know, you house. paint the guy and then. You paint the picture. Yeah, you do. You, you want the big house, the, the picket fence, the kids. And I, I actually had that picture in my head and I created it. Bought the house in Surrey, had the beautiful Range Rover outside, had all the ch three children. I did it. Two dogs, built the whole bloody lock. Now I want, well, I mean, you know, I've started dating. I'll tell you, this is, that's a whole different podcast. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> I have started dating and I've started dating someone so different. I think my ex thought I was going to end up with some old rich man on a boat. You were going to be on sugardaddy.com. <laughs> Still might happen. <laughs> but I've ended up meeting a much younger guy who is an ex-professional soccer player and super cute, obviously. And just, yeah, so sweet, just so lovely, soft. Because he's so young, he's just, he sees the world in a different way. Puppy. I don't mean like that. I just mean, I think like he's got loads of energy. He's super happy. Happy, yeah, so lovely. Positive. He's just, yeah, it's, he's so different from my ex-husband. So, and anyone really I thought I was going to end up with. Dating has been so much fun because... I, we're traveling like teenagers and, you know, not far off one, got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. He's a little older than TJ, I think. Yeah, a little teenage plus tax. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like the more I've actually come out and my friends around, around me, my, I have quite a few friends doing the same thing. And I get it now because I remember one of my my divorced friends who lives in LA. I won't mention a name, but she knows who she is. I remember going around to her house after she'd got divorced, and this young, hot male model had come comes like down the stairs and answers her door, and she has giant mansion. I'm like, holy shit! And then I was going, ridiculous! You can't be with him, and you know you can't do anything, and you know he's so young and all this kind of stuff. And now I'm like, I absolutely bloody get it. I totally get it. Why do you want? We've been married. I've worked hard. I've got that roof over my head. I don't want a man that's divorced with more kids. I mean, what am I going to? I've got three of my own. Another three. I mean, it would be the von Trapp family going on holiday. Well, my dad always said, "I don't want to look after someone else's brats." <laughs> that's, well, that's exactly true. what he said. Hard enough looking after your own. And and it's so funny actually because she she actually buckled after two years they broke up. She said she sort of bended to peer pressure. And she was one of the first that I know pioneering in older women, younger men. Actually, I spoke to her last night and she's actually gone back to this guy or going back or gone back, whatever. It's quite funny. And actually I'm going now, I'm going, actually he was one of the best. And I've watched her date many a rich man and she's very, very rich herself. So it's not about money. It was just about, we always said, and that was presents half the problem. We, no, we all, not about if that. We, because I don't she, mean presents, but as in presents. No, oh. because we, <laughs> so we all wanted her to have someone rich because we always felt like anyone that came in was taking her for a ride and her money. Right. And Which then, is, yeah, that's hard. As I've watched her date her equals, they've been even, even worse. It's not about the money. It's just about ego fight, you know, like a power play, right? Yeah. So if she's rich, he's rich. Or, you know, he had kids. None of them have worked. None of the ones that have, have worked. Or, you know, they're always busy. They don't, she doesn't, she's lonely because they were always traveling and they've got, they're too busy. So she wanted someone at home. So actually this guy was the perfect guy for her. She already has enough money. All she has to do is, support he has to be able to support himself and go to work and get out the house and as long as he's doing that she's happy and she doesn't need anyone to support her 
And so, you know... And he's available anytime because he's not tied down with, like, kids. And not, like the not, other side. Not tied down and totally and utterly in love with her. And what, what can, what you, can ask you ask for? for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Frankly, it's the magic... It's the magic thing. And then her sister's doing the same. Her sister started dating a young guy. He moved in through the pandemic. Yeah. As COVID do. love. COVID I feel love. Like are you so in much... or are you out? Yeah. yeah. I think COVID did a lot for people, people. I love and COVID babies. Yeah. I think she just went, get in. And they've been, they, they and they've turned into a, it was meant to be just fun. And this is now what? We're, we've been in COVID. Post COVID. Well, same thing happened with me. My boyfriend came to visit me. Came to visit me. Yep. Got stuck in. Got stuck Dubai. here, couldn't leave. And we both went in on out because if he left the country, he wasn't coming back. And then what would have happened? And here we are. And now we're like, you know, in a relationship and here. So it's really, really interesting. So there I am going, being single is good for you. Look, I haven't been single that long, but I'm single in the respect that I know exactly what I want now. I won't, I don't want to use those words compromise and sacrifice as I've said before. I want to be exactly who I am, which means the lucky guy who is with me gets, you know, a very strong independent woman, which means I don't boss him around either. I mean, I do around the house, but like, you know, he can go anywhere he wants to go. He can see his mates whenever he likes. I'm not jealous. I'm hugely independent. If he wants to be out three nights a week with the boys, let him. I've learned not to hold anyone back for anything. And I think that's really key. That is key. I think, and that's what a lot of people miss that, that haven't been in relationships or are single and like, I want to be in a relationship that you need to let the other person, you've got to be, be too free. whole person. I always say very, very important. If you take anything away from this, holding on to someone will not hold them. So the tighter you hold, the more they run. Yep, they wriggle. They wriggle. So I really, really think you have to remember, we have to remember that. Single is a great place to be. Single is growth. Single is not frightening. It's incredibly liberating. And single should be celebrated. And single shows that you're powerful, you're strong, you're independent, and that you are not scared of anything. That's not to say, you know, that are in relationships aren't. aren't. Yeah. If you've been in a long-term relationship, that shows that you're incredibly powerful and strong too, because the marriage is not easy but <laughs> by any standards. So, you know, I, I, I'm a big marriage fan as well, but I do think there isn't one bad and the other one is good. I think they both have their pros and they both have their cons. And, you know, if you're unhappy, there is no need to spend a day miserable. I think that dating apps are not the way forward. I think friends should introduce you, people that know you, people... Just get out there as well. I mean, yeah. I'm saying that and I'm still single, but, you know, as in get out meeting go people. Go to bars, yeah. go to... Organically. Well, I was going to say go to clubs, that's not happening anymore. Go to bars, go to restaurants, go to your friends' house parties are the best. Throw house parties. They're so much fun. Be present, get off your phone, Go meet the person, spend time. You know, the one thing COVID's given us is, is time. Go and go and spend time with, with your loved ones. Go meet people and enjoy yourself. There is no rush. We are living a long lives today. So on that note, I'm going to say goodbye. I hope you've enjoyed today's. And even actually talking about it, I've learned some things myself. It's um, the dating world is changing. 
Oh, I was going to say, actually, my friends that live in New York, it's the worst. I think any big city, big city, I think London's quite bad. For no, New York's too. worse. Oh, New York I mean, is so bad. Well, New, York, New York's automatically a bit more faster anyway, yeah. <laughs> so slow down, enjoy the person you're sitting with, get to know people and understand that, you know, people are people. The pandemic has taught us that. Go back to basics. Enjoy time with your friends as well. Like, I love having time with my friends. Me and too. A lot of people are like, I'm only going out with my friends so I can maybe meet, meet a guy someone. and be at home with a guy. I will all, now I know if I meet someone, I'll make sure I make time for like, oh, have like the girls, girls always night. dump their girlfriends. Oh my God, I've had so many friends that have done oh, that. Oh, me too. Like, mm. uh, then they yeah. come back. <laughs> yeah, every single time. Yeah. Drives me nuts and we have to pick Hello. up pieces. <laughs> Haven't seen you for a year and a half, but okay. Yeah, so enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. You always meet them in the most random places. Walking a bloody dog, get a puppy. Walk, to, go to a park and you'll meet, you'll meet, you meet someone. And always remember girls, my styling days, don't slob out. I put on makeup every single day because that's by the, the day that you look like shit is the day that you walk As into I sit the park. here without any makeup on. You're in my house, yeah. Melissa. I, you do not leave it like this. <laughs> yeah. I have seen you go out. It's full war paint. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed today and we have many more coming up. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 